Date with Judy, starring Louise Erickson as Judy and John Brown as father. Hello. Hello, Judy. Randolph, my darling little brother. What did you find out? Well, Tootsie's going to wear a pink taffeta with a high neck. She said that'll enable her to look like Jean Crane from the front. Well, what about the back? Well, it's cut way down in the back and it's got a bustle, which Tootsie says will enable her to look like Lana Turner from that, uh, side. Oh, Randolph, my worst fears are realized. It isn't fair. What is it? Tootsie is going to look like two dream girls at the dance, and I'll just look like myself from both sides. <laughs> That's Judy, folks, Judy Foster, the lovable teenage girl who is close to all our hearts. It is a nice, peaceful evening at the Fosters for Judy's father, mother, and kid brother Randolph until Judy says... Father. Yes, Judy? I have approached a crisis, and you are the only person who can help me. Oh, really, dear? Yes, Father. I'm facing destiny. Destiny, yeah, she faces it once a day and twice on Sundays. Randolph, mother, will you please speak to your younger child? Of course. Good evening, Randolph. <laughs> Good evening, mother. Oh, mother, you never discipline him. <laughs> well, what's bothering you, Judy? Well, father, tomorrow night I am going to be a member of the most intellectual gathering of any gathering I have ever been a member of. You are? Mm-hmm. I'm going to attend the Gregory Hickson lecture. Oh, Gregory Hickson. Who's he? <laughs> Why, Melvin, don't you know he's the authority on, on international relations? Oh, yes, of course. International relations. Uh, do you suppose they're worse than our Ashtabular relations? It... <laughs> Randolph, really, if that's the best you can do, just don't try. That is the worst joke I have ever heard. It certainly is, Randolph. I didn't even like it when your father told it 12 years ago. <laughs> Father, I feel I simply cannot go to this lecture without assistance from you. It's so terribly intellectual. I really need your help. Oh. <laughs> intellectual, huh? Well, now, Judy, I wouldn't say I was any George Bernard Shaw. I wouldn't say that either. It... <laughs> no, but it is true, Judy, that I do try to keep abreast of the times on literature, art, politics, all the important I know you do, Father. Oh, yes, indeed. Everybody should keep up on things. None of us should miss going to lectures. Why, when you realize how lucky we all are to have the opportunity of improving our minds. Well, Judy, I'm I'm proud of you for taking such an interest in the worthwhile things. Oh, thank you, Father. Now, uh, what shall I explain to you? Art? Politics? Music? Uh, what would you like to discuss first? A red raincoat. Uh, <laughs> a red raincoat? It's in the Bontown window, and it's just darling, Father. And it's just the thing to wear to the lecture tomorrow night, uh, in case of rain. Well, it's not going to rain, and that's final. Oh, Father. <laughs> well, anyway, Judy, if it does rain, your father can let us out in front of the auditorium, and we'll wait for him in the lobby. Yes, that's right. Uh, wait for me? What lobby? Well, Melvin, Judy just told you. The Gregory Hickson lecture tomorrow night at the Civic Auditorium. I, I thought it was Judy who was going. What's it got to do with me? Well, I bought tickets for all of us. I assumed, of course, Melvin, that you'd want to go. A man who keeps up on things like you, Father. Oh, I do, I do. But, uh, uh well, Dory, it, 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 it might rain. Well, now, Melvin, a little rain wouldn't scare you, would it? 
Uh, how long is the lecture going to last? Well, I don't know. An hour, I guess. Oh, just an hour. Well, then, of course, I'll be glad to go. And then two hours for discussion. I wouldn't miss it for... <laughs> two hours for discussion? Oh, no. Oh, um, when you realize how lucky we are to have the opportunity... Never mind, Randy. Laura, when did you say this lecture was? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. That, that's Wednesday. The day before Thursday. <laughs> oh, Dora, I am sorry, but I'm not going to be able to go after all. Oh, this is a shame. Why not, Melvin? I have a previous engagement. Which he will make as soon as possible. <laughs> That's not so, Randall. You know, I told you, Dora, we were redecorating the lodge for the Benevolent Order of Bison. Yes? Well, the boys thought they could save the lodge some money if we all got together and did it ourselves, and... Wednesday night is the night four of us are going to pay. Oh, Melvin, couldn't they get along without you? Dora, would you want me to shirk my duty? No. It's my obligation. They're counting on me. They need me. And Father needs them. <laughs> well, Melvin, if you feel you absolutely have to go... Oh, I do, Dora, I do. I'm really sorry. Now, you and Judy, be sure to take very careful notes so you can tell me all about it. <laughs> I wish I could go, too. Oh, well, cheer up, Melvin. It's such a disappointment. Well, what if you do miss one lecture? I bought season tickets, and there are nine more in the series you can go to. <laughs> oh. Foster, what kept you? Well, I'm sorry to be late, Emerson. I had to drop Dora and the kids off at that Hickson lecture. Oh, I almost got stuck to go to that, too. Well, I certainly was glad I had a good excuse. Yeah, imagine three hours on international relations. Yeah, I bet they're worse than my Ashtabula relations. Do <laughs> 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 you get it, Emerson? I get it. Oh, you do? Yes. Uh, well, uh, hand me a paintbrush and I'll get to work. Foster, the darnest thing happened tonight. It did? Yeah. Nobody remembered to buy brushes. No kid. And here we all were, and our wives were all at the lecture. Yeah. We thought it would be so lonesome if we all just went home and uh, sat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't go back and interrupt the lecture once it started. No, we couldn't do that. So? So the other boys are waiting for us in the card room. Foster, how did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> Now, listen, boys, let's not play for chicken feet tonight. Now, Foster, take it easy. Yeah, well, Emerson, when I play bridge, I like to gamble. Make it interesting. How, White Man? Yeah, I'm with you. How about you, Peters? You name it. Attaboy. Shall we say, uh, an 80th of a cent? <laughs> your lead, Peters. You know, fellas, I've been looking at this place tonight. It's a big room. It, it might take us a long time to get it repainted. You're right, Foster. Uh... How long is the lecture series? Nine weeks. I'd say it would take us about nine weeks. <laughs> That's a swell idea. One thing, though, we stick together in this. Nobody tells his wife. You're darn right. And to cinch it, we better have a penalty. Okay. What should it be? Well, I've got an idea. The guy that spills the beans has to paint the lodge all by himself. Holy mackerel. Foster, it would take a guy a month to paint it by himself. Yeah, and that's a pretty steep price to pay. Well, we have to make it stare. Well, all right. All I right. guess so. I think that's a pretty big forfeit, but okay. Well, after all, fellas, I only suggested it for your protection, to protect you against your wife. After all, there's no problem in my house. When I want to play cards, I say to Dora, Dora, tonight I am going out to play cards. Yes, sir. Dora knows who's the head of the foster house, sir. Oh, my gosh. 
What time is it? 11 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. I promised the big door up at a quarter two. She'll be furious. She'll never forgive me. Oh, my goodness. Where's my coat? Hey, hey Foster, we haven't played this hand. Yeah, well, you play it for me. You're my partner. It ought to end the rubber. Now I have to get Dora. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, sir. I guess Dora knows who's the head of the Foster household. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Foster. This is Whiteman. Oh, Whiteman. Yeah, I was just going to call you. How'd I do last night? Well, Foster, I hate to tell you this. Uh-oh. Bad news. Yep. You paid for the party. I did, huh? Mm-hmm. What'd I lose? <laughs> Thirteen cents. Oh. <laughs> had me worried there for a while. <laughs> uh, pay Emerson. Emerson? Yes, he had the ace, king, queen, six times of diamonds. Oh. Yep. We went down four tricks on that hand you walked out on. Six diamonds? Wouldn't you think he'd have bit him? Yeah, well, I can see why he kept still. Well, I'll see you next Wednesday. Okay, Foster? Oh, sure. Remember now, mum's the word. <laughs> Father, are you through with the phone? D- d- Judy, uh, uh, how long have you been there? Oh, I just came in this minute. Oh, well, that's, that's fine, Judy, fine. <laughs> Welcome home. Oh, thank you. I've got to make an important call to Mitzi regarding clothes. Uh, uh, Father? Yes, Judy? Who's buying diamonds? Uh, did diamonds? What diamonds? When I walked in the room, I heard you mention six diamonds. And naturally, when a girl hears about diamonds, she can't help but listen. Diamonds are so expensive. They certainly are, Judy. Are you, Father? Am I what? Are you buying the diamonds? Who, me? Mm-hmm. Is it a surprise? Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> I heard you say Mum's the word. I did? I said that? Yes, Father. Uh, Judy, uh... All right, I'll tell you. But you mustn't breathe a word of it to anybody. Oh, I won't, Father. You see, we fellas... No. It, it was this way. Ed Emerson is uh, uh, buying his wife a diamond bracelet for their wedding anniversary. <laughs> he is a diamond bracelet? I can't believe it. Neither can I. <laughs> oh, but that's wonderful, a diamond bracelet. It's so romantic. It's such an imaginative gift. It certainly is. <laughs> now, 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 remember, Judy, not a word of this to anybody. Oh, Father, you know how I am with a secret. <laughs> Randolph, be honest with me. Do you think I'll ever be a woman of mystery, intrigue, and exoticness? Well, to be honest with you, Judy... Randolph, I've changed my mind. Don't answer that question. Judy! Yes, Mother? I'm going out, dear. Mrs. Emerson called and wants me to drive her to the club. All right, Mother. She let Mr. Emerson take the car today. It's their wedding anniversary. Now, there's a present for you. She hasn't gone to the club in a year. I don't see why she had to pick the day to go. She probably wants to show off her diamond bracelet. Her what? Well, the diamond bracelet Mr. Emerson's giving her for their anniversary present. He is? Yes, Father oh. told me. Only it was a secret. It certainly was. Randall, I wouldn't have said anything about it. Except that if today's her anniversary, obviously Mr. Emerson has given it to her already. So, obviously, everybody will know about it anyway. With Mrs. Emerson, obviously. <laughs> well, it's all right to tell me, Judy. You know how I am with a secret. Oh, I knew it would be safe with you, Mother. Come on, Randolph. Where are we going? To my boudoir. I'm going to try on some new eyelashes, and I want you to tell me which length is most alluring. Oh, the things I do for you. I'll just give Mrs. Emerson a ring. Now, if she hasn't got it yet, I won't say a word. All right, Mother. Diamond bracelet. Now, that's what I call a present. My goodness, wait until the girls hear about... Hello, Mrs. Emerson. This is Dora Foster. I just wanted to tell you that I'll pick you up. 
Oh, Mrs. Anderson, you're crying. Oh, don't say things like that. I'm sure Mr. Emerson hasn't forgotten it's your anniversary. Well, I just happen to know that he's bought something perfectly wonderful for you. Yes, he has. Well, I got it on the best authority. Well, there's a first time for everything, even after 22 years. <laughs> no, really, Ju Judy heard it from her father, who heard it from Mr. Emerson, and just happened accidentally to tell me. Well, all right, but if I tell you, promise not to let on to Mr. Emerson that you know until he gives it to you. All right? It's a diamond bracelet. What do you think of that, Mrs. Emerson? Mrs. Emerson? Oh, good heavens, I think she's fainted. Hello? Foster? Oh, hello, Emerson. I hear those diamonds kind of fixed you up the other night. They fixed me up all right. Melvin Foster, you pay off or I'll, I'll sue. All this fuss about 13 cents? No, about a diamond bracelet. Huh? You told Judy I was buying my wife a diamond bracelet. I told you? Oh, that. Oh, Emerson, that was just a little joke. Ha-ha. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Well, I, I I had to tell Judy something. See, she came in while I was talking to Whiteman about your diamond hat. Now, if I told her the truth, think what would have happened. Think what has happened. Now my wife expects a diamond bracelet. And as long as you were so generous with my money, you can just go right out and buy her one. Oh, now, Emerson, don't be ridiculous. I can't afford a diamond bracelet. Okay, then. If that's the way you feel about it, you can paint the lodge. Huh? Yes, sir, you can paint it all by yourself, too. That was the deal. Well, I, I can't take time off from my business to paint the lodge. Oh, now, look, explain to Mrs. Emerson. Tell her how Judy makes things up. Tell her it was all a mistake. Tell her... You tell her. I dare you. All right, I will. I'm not afraid of her. I'll just go right up and I'll say, Mrs. Emerson, I'll say, Mrs. Emerson, eh, eh, Yes, Emerson. Foster, go on. How much does a diamond bracelet cost?
And now back to A Date with Judy. Uh, hello, Mr. Osgood. Uh, well, there, uh, Mr. Foster. <laughs> uh, what can I do for you? Uh, I came in to see about a <clears throat> diamond bracelet. A diamond bracelet, Mr. Foster? Uh, something sort of distinctive, but, but modest. I have just the thing for you. It's beautiful. Custom-made, exquisite. That sounds fine. And seeing that it's for you, Mr. Foster, <laughs> I'll let you have it at half price. Well, that sounds good. Uh, uh, here it is, right here. Yes. And to you, the price is... Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. $5,000. Well, uh, <laughs> What? A special bargain to you? Uh, yes, uh, well, uh, <laughs> whew, I'll tell you, Osgood, I, I never believe in taking advantage of anybody. I, I don't feel I should accept the sacrifice. Oh, now, Foster... Uh, show me something else, something uh, not quite so beautiful. <laughs> Foster, I've shown you everything I've got in the store. I, I know. And uh, now, uh, this here is the only bracelet I have in which I could set just one diamond. Well, all right, I'll take it. Uh, fine. Oh, say, I just happened to think. Guess what? Uh, you won't have to use one of your diamonds. I won't. No, I just remembered I've got a perfectly beautiful diamond chip in an old stick. A diamond chip? Yes, sir, you can put that in. That'll look positively distinctive. Uh, 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 unique. A, uh, don't you think? Don't worry, Mr. Foster. There isn't a doubt in my mind that this diamond bracelet will be the only one of its kind in the whole history of diamond bracelets. Hello, Mr. Osgood. Uh, hello, Judy. How are you, Randolph? Oh, I'm feeling a little middle-aged today. Huh? <laughs> well, uh, what can I do for you kids? Well, Mr. Osgood, this morning I said to myself, Judy Foster, I said, do you realize that Christmas will be here... I said, My sister talks to such interesting people, Mr. Osgood. And then I said, Judy, you are so right. And just think how your whole dear family worries and worries about what to buy you for Christmas. Well, Mr. Osgood, I don't want my dear family to worry. So I quickly said to myself, what shall I do to keep my dear family from worrying about what to buy me for Christmas? And you answered yourself, go and pick out the presents yourself. Yes, Randolph, that's what I said. So, Mr. Osgood, I'll just sort of look around, if I may, and casually point out the things that I like. And should my dear family come in here to choose a present for me, you could sort of casually point out what I've pointed out to you. Well, now, Judy, that sounds like a very good idea. Start pointing. <laughs> I knew you'd understand, Mr. Osgood. Yeah, sure, Judy. I've got a daughter myself. Say, incidentally, you tell your father I'll have that diamond bracelet ready earlier than I thought. Diamond bracelet? My father? Yes, he, he picked, uh, picked one out this afternoon. My father did? Yep. Are you sure? I'm sure, I'm sure. He spent the whole afternoon here. Oh, come on, Randolph. But, Judy, aren't you going to choose your Christmas presents? No, there's something I have to do. Uh, thank you for everything, Mr. Osgood. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, goodbye, kids. Randolph, I have a horrible premonition. Well, take a glass of cold water. It'll probably go away. <laughs> when Father told me Mr. Emerson was buying a diamond bracelet for Mrs. Emerson, he looked very peculiar. Oh, well, looks aren't everything. After all, Father does have a kind heart. I don't think he was telling the truth. Judy, our father? Yes. And this confirms it. Randolph, I have just added two and two. What'd you get? Father is really buying a diamond bracelet for Mother. Come again? <laughs> well, certainly. He just made that up about the Emersons. But why would he do that? Well, he was afraid I'd tell Mother and spoil a surprise. 
Well, it's possible. But Randolph, wasn't that silly of him? He should know how I am with a secret. Hello, Mother. Hi. Hello, children. Judy, Mrs. Emerson's never been so excited about anything in her life as she is about her diamond bracelet. She got it? No, but she's going to. She is? Judy, what do you mean? You said she was going to. Mother, you mean you told her? Well, yes, dear, I didn't intend to, but I was practically forced into it. And then she was so surprised she fainted. Imagine, fainting. But, Mother, that's horrible. You see, I made a mistake. It isn't Mr. Emerson who's buying the diamond bracelet. It isn't? No, it's Father. He's buying it for you. What? Randolph, help! Mother's fainted! But, Judy, where would your father get the money for a diamond bracelet? Maybe he sold his stamp collection. Oh. Well, Mr. Osgood said father bought a diamond bracelet. And who else would he buy a diamond bracelet for whom? Yes, who else for whom? Well, I still don't believe it. I don't know where you get your ideas, Judy, but this is ridiculous. I'm not going to give it another thought. All right, Mother. Judy. Yes, Mother? Do you suppose I could still get into my black lace dress? Black lace just seems to go so beautifully with diamonds. Hello? Oh, Foster. See, this is Whiteman. Oh. I hate to bother you at your office, but will you do me a favor? Sure, what is it? Well, you know, I'm in charge of all the furniture and stuff at the lodge while the redecorating is going on. Yeah. Well, I've been asking the different fellows to store some of our better things at their houses. Well, I'm glad to take anything you want. I got plenty of room. That's well. You can have the bison head. You, the bison head? Oh, now, Whiteman, I'd certainly hate to have that thing staring me in the face every morning. <laughs> well, that, that's the way we all felt. None of us wanted to do it, so uh, the best thing we could do was to give it to the low man in the poker game each week. Oh, now, Whiteman. Now, Melvin, it's for the law. Well, I know, but... It's our emblem. Yes, but... You should be proud to keep it, just as a matter of sentiment. Yeah, well, maybe it'll come in handy if there's another meat shortage. Okay, Whiteman, I'll take it. Thanks a lot, Melvin. I sure appreciate it. Mm. <laughs> I sent it over to your house a little while ago. Mother, just look at the package that came for Father. It's the diamond bracelet. I just know it. Judy, in that box? Who'd ever wrap a diamond bracelet in a box that huge? Father. Yes, Mother. <laughs> Why, you know how Father likes jokes. Particularly old ones. Remember the time he had my ring delivered in a barrel? Well, that's right, he did, but a diamond bracelet is such an impossibility. But Mr. Osgood said he bought one. That's what the man said. He said that. That's what the man said. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Father, you're home. Randolph's father's home. Sure, it's dinner time. <laughs> Mother, father's home. I see. Hello, Melvin. How are you? <laughs> I'm home. Oh, father. We've been so eager for you to get home tonight. Well, thank you, dear. Uh, Dora, did a package come this afternoon? Yes, Melvin, it came. Yes. <laughs> Dora, I feel I should explain about it. I, I hope you won't think it's foolish. Oh, Melvin. You see, I just couldn't refuse. After all, it was a matter of sentiment. Sentiment? Oh, Mother, I told you. Oh, Melvin. <laughs> sentiment. And, and Dora, I'm sure it won't worry you long. 
Well, what do you mean by that, dear? The finance company's going to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't want it around, maybe you can store it in the attic. Oh, huh? Melvin, you and your little joke. Now, Melvin, you know I'm going to love it. You are? Why, of course I will. <laughs> My goodness, what woman wouldn't? Well, I can think of several. <laughs> well, what other woman in town has one? Well, yes, that's true, but... Oh, and don't think I'm not going to show it off. I'm going to wear it tonight, tomorrow night, and every night. <laughs> and Father, Mother says if I'm careful, I can borrow it sometime. Good heavens. Imagine me, Judy Foster, wearing diamonds. You... Diamonds? What diamonds? The diamonds in the package that came this afternoon. Diamonds? That's a bison head. <laughs> for a bracelet? No, no, for the mantle. It belongs to the lodge, and I have to keep it until, uh, well, for a little oh, while. Oh, uh, Judy, and you thought it was a diamond bracelet. A diamond bracelet? But, Mother, I really... Oh, Judy, how your imagination does run away with you. Oh, it never runs quite far enough. <laughs> and I was going to wear it tonight and every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd certainly be something you were in false faith in. <laughs> well, this is the most ridiculous mix-up that this family's ever had. <laughs> uh, uh, Melvin. Yes, sir. <laughs> just whom did you get the diamond uh, bracelet for? Uh, the, the diamond bracelet? Yes, Father. The one you got to Mr. Osgood. Mr. Osgood? Oh, Osgood. Uh, oh, 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 that diamond bracelet. Uh... There are so many diamond bracelets in Father's <laughs> life. Uh, well, Melvin? Yes, uh, well, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't get that one for you, Dora. I, I, I bought it for Mrs. Emerson. What'd you say? Yeah, I mean, I picked it out for Ed Emerson to give to Mrs. Emerson. He, oh, <laughs> he, he felt he needed some help. Oh, Melvin, uh, I'm so sorry. I should have figured that out myself. I don't know why I ever listened to Judy in the first place. After all, I know that you couldn't buy a diamond bracelet. No, of course not. Where would you get the money? Uh, where would I? Oh. I'll get it. Now, don't look so unhappy, Melvin. Diamond bracelets certainly don't fit our budget. You know, Dora, you're certainly being swell about this. I wish I could buy you one. I know you do, dear. All right, I'll ask you. Father? Yes. Mr. Osgood's on the phone. Mr. Osgood? Yes. He says Mrs. Emerson didn't like the diamond bracelet you picked out for her one single bit. Oh, Melvin, isn't that a shame? Now she's picked out a more expensive one, and Mr. Osgood wants to make sure you're willing to pay for it. What? Oh, my. Mr. Emerson says it's your problem, Father. What do you want me to tell him? Uh, Judy, you tell Mr. Osgood your father will talk to him later. Much later. First, he's going to have a little talk with me. Oh, Dora. <laughs> Randolph, yes, Father? would you please ask your mother, the loveliest mother in the whole world, to please forgive me? Oh, I'd be glad to. Mother, the loveliest mother in the whole world, will you please forgive no, me? No, no, Randolph. Forgive me, your father. Oh, sorry. Uh, mother, the loveliest mother in the no. whole world, will you please... Never mind, never mind, Randolph. Melvin, I don't know whether I should forgive you oh, or not. but I've explained the whole thing, Well, though. it serves you right. Do you realize that you got into this whole mess just because you wouldn't go to the lecture last Wednesday night? I know, Dora. Preferring to play cards. Actually avoiding an inspirational, educational lecture for cards. Oh, well, Dora, you're absolutely right. Of course I but, am. Well, the 
are nine more lectures, aren't there? Yes. Well, I want you to know I'm not going to miss one single one of them. Nothing could keep me away. Absolutely nothing. Well, I should think not. My goodness, I wouldn't miss it for anything. Yes. Why, that Mr. Hickson is the most interesting man I've ever listened to. I well, learned so much. Why, I just can't wait until next Wednesday. Mother. Yes, dear? I forgot to tell you. Mrs. Whiteman called. She wants to know if you can come to her hen party next Wednesday night. Oh, I'd love to. I'll call her right back. But, Dora, Wednesday night? What about the lecture? Oh, Melvin, you can't expect me to give up a hen party for an old lecture, can you? Oh, for the love of... John Brown, as father, has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. 